This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello, hola, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. My first guest today is a man who has sparked a passion in people of all ages, all cultures, all walks of life, both here in the UAE and across the world to come together and to work on global issues. He's inspired countless youth to use their ingenuity for a better world and he travels constantly, raising environmental awareness and mobilizing solutions that begin with helping every single individual understand the power within them. Known affectionately as the Green Sheikh, it is an honor and a pleasure to welcome His Highness Sheikh Abdulaziz Al-Nu'aymi into the studio. How did he become such a magnetic leader? Who were the influences who made him what he is today? And in the year of tolerance, what is his message to the world? All of that and so much more coming up on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. You're about to meet one of the Arab world's most inspiring leaders, a member of the Ajman royal family here in the UAE. He is uh, someone who's a petrochemical engineer, but became a tireless pioneering environmental advocate. He's an avid skydiver, a technical deep diver, and he's traveled around the world igniting conversations and collaborations on issues related to humanity, hope, understanding environmental impact and the road ahead it gives me enormous pleasure to welcome to the show the one and only green sheikh his highness dr abdulaziz and naimi welcome assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh you're even wearing a green kandura today subhanallah i just came from alain this morning and was so excited i said i want to be there 9 30 before the show i hope i will come before sally comes and you did <laughs> you did it was just amazing you know it's wonderful to have you here in the studio uh, and as we said uh, the world over not just here in the UAE you're known as the green sheikh where did this come from uh, first I think you have to laugh <laughs> in the west a green is sheikh is different than in the east and uh, I normally before I start I surprise people first I'm going to s- surprise you oh, you remember the surprise you always surprise uh, yes but, you but said they, there was a surprise but they will be at the beginning always I surprise people this is called the icebreaker. You know, I'm going to surprise Sally and of course surprising you as a listener. You're not just a listener, you are with us here in the studio. Uh, I'm you can you can even speak to people on Instagram Live. They are of, here of, of course. with Mikhail. Assalamu alaikum. I think <laughs> this is a wonderful, uh, not interview, it's in a, just having a beautiful talk here. Mm. Uh, Sally, so I'm going to surprise you now and I'm going to surprise the listeners. All right. At the end. Here we go. Do you know, like the challenge? I love it. Let's okay. go. Okay. First, your surprise for you and your team. I brought my books. Oh, oh okay. wow. Uh, all of them in Arabic. So this challenge, I know you you read Arabic, right? Uh, very, very slowly. But this will really can help you to go back to the reading of Arabic. This is one of my challenges, Sheikh <laughs> Abdelaziz. You know, reading Arabic, you know very well but that I understand it. 
uh, but I can't, you know, I'm not uh, fluent in expressing myself in a complicated way. In that but language. you can read, can you? I can't, very slowly. Oh, good. Very, so this is very... a challenge for you, uh, Sally. Okay, I so love it. So this is the book for you and your team here in the studio. Thank I'm going to give you. you, this is the first surprise. Thank you. I haven't thought, you know, I didn't told you about it. So this is something <laughs> special. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. Sure. What an honor. Thank you uh, for those books. You've written so many books. How, and, and you are somebody who's a regular at the Sharjah International Book Fair as well. You are there every single year. Um, so let's go back to, you know, you being known as a green sheikh. Uh, you're an author. You're an advocate. You're an activist. So many different things. So, let's so go back what, to what's that. a green sheikh? And the West is different than the East. But in the world... It's a bio blend, means it's a three things mixed together. A person, a plant, and planet. Blend together, become or became Green Sheikh. Wow. And the Green Sheikh has analogy of those letters, G for global, R for rethink, E for ethics, the other th- E for enlightenment, and N for the team, which is network. Mm. We cannot work together. We need to collaborate with every one single person in this planet. So that's green. And Sheikh, S for spiritual, as Iman. S for spiritual. H for humble, down to earth. Then E for environment. Then I is for Ihsan, is for excellence. There is no word in English for Ihsan, but the closest one is excellence is mean continuous improvement, innovation, all of that. Then comes K, E-I-K, K is knowledge. Knowledge, when it's put in practice, it's really power. And the last letter is H, means human being. So wow. that's the Green Sheikh. Wow, you've just uh, encapsulated exactly, you know, everything that you are about, which is amazing. Uh, but I want to go back to kind of how all of this happened, because you started out as a petrochemical engineer, and now you're doing something completely different. The knowledge is there, is the same, but how are you using it? Mm. You can, you know, my formula for respect, tolerance, coexistence, and for inspiring myself and the people around me, all around the world, means I use this formula. Do good and prevent harm. Do good and prevent harm. Very simple. But when you put it in action, you need a lot of wisdom and a lot of patience. You do. You absolutely do. And uh, you're not somebody who just talks about this kind of thing. You don't just go out and give talks to people. You get in there. You are with the people and you ask people to come with you. For example, uh, asking you to come onto this show. uh, I've been asking you for a very long time to come. When was that? It's starting from last year, (laughs) May last year. So we're struggling. (laughs) (laughs) But but the reason for that was you said to me, look, uh, I can't come for an interview. You have to see what I do. And to live. And to To live. See and to live. Yes. Sally asked me. Not a couple of times, many times through the social media and through friends. Please, Sheikh Abdul Aziz, come to the studio. I want to interview you. I said, Sally, do you know me? She said, I knew from the internet. I know from the people. I said, no, you don't know me. When you want to know me, come and live with me. We have to start there, I think, because um, so this is what happened. This is how I spent the first weekend of 2019 with you and with an amazing group of people in the middle of the desert, 
Uh, and it, by the way, I can see tears in your eyes. <laughs> there can, were tears. I there can were, see tears. There were a lot of tears that day, uh, but it was a completely unexpected experience. Um, I didn't expect what we uh, would feel, what we would do, what we would learn from everything that we did there, uh, who I would meet. Everything about that experience was completely uh, amazing and something that I didn't realize was going to happen. Uh, and uh, this was kind of the very beginning. It was my first time in the desert. But this is, tell me about how you think about these programs that you put together, these retreats uh, for people. How, how do you manage that? What, what are your intentions, first of all? What are your thoughts? And, and then, you know, the results are just, they speak for themselves. They're amazing. SubhanAllah, I do this spontaneously very natural because I raised to see my parents. They have done this when I was a kid. So it is within my life. It is not something, just something extra or artificial. It is natural. And we, when receive guests, receive people, we treat everyone special. Everyone special. Have you, have you really felt that? I did, absolutely. I felt like every single individual person mattered. Their role in being there. It doesn't matter how old they are, uh, young or old, whether they are uh, 10 years old uh, or you know 90 years old. It doesn't matter who is there as part of that. Um, every single person mattered who was there. And you felt a connection. There was a connection of, of the soul, a connection between people um, that we miss in everyday life. This is the secret of pure intention. When every person have that pure intention, they really connect. We all say many people communicate, but only few, few people just connect. So true. So true. Um, yeah, it can be difficult to kind of put into words, but that's exactly right. It all starts uh, with that intention. Uh, coming up next... Uh, with the Green Sheikh, we're going to come back in just a moment and we're going to be talking about all of the, the activities that he's been doing. There's so much that he does uh, as somebody who promotes the environment both here in the UAE and globally. And if you have comments, questions, we are on YouTube as well. Uh, do send those in for the Green Sheikh. More to come on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Continuing our conversation with the one and only His Highness uh, Sheikh Abdulaziz and Naimi, the Green Sheikh, uh, talking about his initiatives and how he became an activist, uh, somebody who uh, works tirelessly for the environment, not just for the environment. Like you said, uh, Your Highness, uh, the Green Sheikh stands for so much, so global, rethinking, uh, having ethics, having that enlightenment, the networking, collaboration. So tell us about some of the, the most prominent projects that you've been involved in. My focus on talent, people. I remember this story, um, you know, a father watching uh, a football game on TV and his son, six years old, came to him said dad let's play outside football he said listen i'm watching now the football game once it finish i'll play with you still the boy comes and nag his father dad let's go play let's go play so the the father our dad just get bothered and he want to get rid of his son what he did he brought a newspaper that's in this newspaper has a big picture of the whole world 
And he said, listen, my son, I'm going to tear this newspaper, small pieces. I'll put it in your room. You play with it as a puzzle and fix it. Once you've done that, come to me and we will go to play the game outside. And the son liked the, loved the idea. So dad went back to see his match, the game. And after about a few minutes, three, four minutes, his son came to him, said, dad, dad, I solved it. He said, what? He said, dad, I solved that puzzle. You gave it to me. He said, how come it's impossible to solve it within even one hour or two hours? He said, dad, you haven't seen the other side. The other side, there is, there is an, a picture of a man. What I did, I fixed that man and the whole planet fixed. <laughs> He's so smart. He was looking at the other side of it all. So again, shall we fix the environment or we will fix the man? Mm. First, you have to fix the human being. We have to find the talented one who can inspire people, who can really influence people to make the difference and the change. And this is what you do. You go out there, you go to find those people who are going to uh, make that change, but you inspire them first. Yes, but I hunt to hunt hunters. <laughs> I don't hunt anyone. I hunt to hunt hunters. And also, we're putting the last first. The okay. last first. A person who have luck of knowledge or something, so we try to accelerate and give him a chance to be in the top position. You're about putting people, uh, you know, in a place where they can be empowered. Yes. That's what you want to do. True. Okay. And so tell me about uh, the kind of projects that you've been involved in because uh, you've been all over the world. Um, you have uh, cities uh, in Canada that have uh, named days after you, days in the year called the Green Cher Day. Um, also in North America, the same thing. In America, uh, in Miami, I believe, they've they've given you the keys to the city there. Uh, I will give it to you if you want to continue <laughs> my uh, but it's just, my mission. You know that that's what I that's what I want to to ask you. So you know what was kind of your first um, start into thinking? Okay, I I need to change things. I need to do something, and I need to change things. You know, from my background, uh, I studied chemical engineering, and the chemical engineering deal with a lot of processing from night from raw materials to a product, and through that product, there's a side. Uh, effect or side product could be emission, could be effluence, could be some an impact, mm -hmm. negative impact mm -hmm. to the environment, to the people, and also to the uh, the, the earth. Uh, that's my the subject of transformation from chemical engineering. Uh, that's producing a chemicals or petrochemicals. Give me uh, more knowledge that I have to take care about. There's something is hidden something is i have to change which is really a prevention of those emission and prevention of those to the human being and to the planet not just to reduce to to see the best possibilities of solution and i converted from polluter to protector and that's in 1994 and 1994 i was working in oil and gas companies and i've so Myself, I lived in an island where a lot of pollution of sulfur dioxide, uh, nitrogen oxide, dioxide, many pollutants that affect me and affect people around me. And I saw how the, the, their hair changes, how their skin changes, how their lungs changes. And that's, I said, I have now to stop and to do something 
better for the people. And then from that point on, you started working towards getting people uh, to understand. At this point in time, uh, does it surprise you that we're not doing more for the environment? True. We're just doing as business, as natural, as normal. What I mean, we sometimes are responding reactively when there's a crisis. But again, there are policy, alhamdulillah. In the UAE, there are many initiatives. They are uh, comparing to like 20 years ago, there are a lot of changes which is coming up good. But again, this is not enough. We need more. Yeah. We need more. Yeah. Locally and globally. Exactly. And this is uh, where you start. You You kind of work across the board. You understand that to have a global impact, you have to start with individual people. So tell me about that. How do you turn individuals into global shapers? When you change yourself as a role model and to show them how you use that technique, mm. people will follow you and believe you. So you as a role model, see how what's your carbon footprint? What is your attitude? How your behavior? You know, I always say, you know, very simple way, eat less, better than more and fast, better than all. So this technique, simple way, means I'm going to reduce a waste. Also, I'm going to have healthy living. Also, I have to be in a well-being. So it's all connected of your lifespan, connected to your waste, connected to consumption. We are in a generation of consumption. Mm. That's a real bad habits. That, so that is the reality. Bad habit, yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the challenges is the consumption. You know, I use call. W7. James Bond used 007. Right. So James Bond have called uh, a license. He have a license called a license to kill. And I transformed that license to make it license to live from 007 to W7. So he have a license to kill and I create a license to make a living. That's the difference. It's uh, it's incredible. I mean, you know, when you think about it that way, uh, it, it does really just start. What kind of changes did you make personally in your life uh, and then to inspire others? Many things. I try to use the less of my consumption of food, of even uh, transport, even uh, the good things. I have one wife, which is consuming better. Alhamdulillah. Uh, you know, yes. as a sheikh, they uh, a lot of uh, when I go to many conferences or uh, events in the West and they ask me, sheikh, how many wives do you have? Do they really? Yes. Uh, the first question, how many wives? I said six. <laughs> Sally, I say six. Oh, no. <laughs> said, how come in Islam is four and you have six? I said six in Arabic means sitta and sitta in Arabic means a lady. Yes. One sits. Sitta wahda. Subhanallah. That's, yeah. It's so interesting uh, to, to think about these things. You, so You know why I'm using this? Mm. I try to confuse people. You cannot convince them but at least to confuse them. Yeah, you did that, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but we're going to come back in uh, just a moment with the Green Sheikh and, and talking about uh, the kind of things that we need to be doing as well. And uh, coming up into the, uh, the, the year of tolerance that we are in right now, and next week we are expecting a very historic visit from uh, the Pope, Pope Francis as well. Uh, we're going to be talking about that, the kind of impact that that will have uh, the messages that we can take away, how we can apply uh, your principles to our everyday lives and to change 
not just the environment, to change relationships, to have more hope, to have more humanity, all of these things, to have more excellence in our lives, to bring that ihsan into our lives. There's so much, so much to learn from the Green Sheikh. Uh, the conversation continues after this. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. It's a wonderful conversation here with the one and only Green Sheikh, His Highness uh, Abd- Sheikh Abdul Aziz and Naimi, and uh, a lot of reaction to you being on the show, uh, Sheikh. Uh, hello to Dr. Barry Van, who uh, is sending uh, big hellos as well. Um, Maryam Sharif, uh, hello and welcome. She says, excellent work by the Green Sheikh, licensed to live. She says, I love it. I love the concept. Uh, it is really great uh, to see. But, you know, obviously all of that comes from somewhere. Uh, and you've had some very important influences growing up. So tell us about that. Um, there are two people in my life really had a positive impact. When I was a kid, six years old, one of them is Sheikh Zayed. Because Sheikh Zayed is uh, not just the, the founder of the he's in a he's in a great man that establish tolerance, respect, inspiring people, uh, he wants to make the UAE heaven and earth and earth. And that's it's not so simple. He had many challenges and he wanna use that wisdom with his people. He used the dialogue, the talk with people very softly, very wisely. A man very special for all of us in the UAE and everywhere in the world. You just say Zaid, said, Oh, you are from Zaid country this is special subhanallah zaid when i was uh, six years old uh, my father invited him for a lunch and i just came after the guest came inside to the majlis i came was i was the last person to enter i was a little bit shy you know um hesitant six years old boy just went inside then I tried to find a seat on the back and far away I sit there then I saw somebody are signaling me or just say come closer I saw my father and I just kept close to come to him and that's because Zaid asked him and or or told him who's that young boy uh, my father said this is my son Abdul Aziz then he asked uh, my father, can you call him? When he, my father called me, I just came closer. Then I saw the hands of Sheikh Zaid come closer. I just came and I just, I don't know where to sit. And he asked me, Sheikh Zaid said, come my son, sit on my lap. I sit, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what, what he want to do. I was a little bit scared, but when I just sit, sat on his lap, I felt comfort, you know, like my father, and he put his hand on my head, and he said, what's your name, my son? I told him, Abdelaziz. He said, oh, wow, Abdelaziz, what do you want to be? What do you want to be when you grow? I have no idea. I said, I don't know. <laughs> and that's, I don't know, really, it's a big question. It's a big, big question. So, I felt 
the powerful of energy of this man through my soul unconsciously I don't have no idea but I knew that this this person gave me a lot of inspiration beside my father my father raised me and my father gave me a lot of trust he didn't tell me or told me about many things but he showed me many things through actions through attitude through respect young the old the rich the poor all type of people muslims non-muslims how pe- my father dealt with many types of people around the world and that's something with my mom both they gave me a lot of resources of human being to be a human being i want you to tell the story about the sakr i went with my father and a hunting trip and i saw my father my father trained thousands of falcons he's passionate with falcons he just not hunt he raise uh, falcons different type of falcons small uh, big uh, from different uh, types um, i see my father every early morning he wake up pray up in the morning the mosque and come back and then he have his uh, breakfast i see his passion doing these embroideries the these all the this Uh, the accessories of the falcon, the bra, uh, all the type by his hands. He's very skillful and he loves touches of things from hands. I see that father spending an hours and hours doing things in the early morning. And once comes to the hunting trip, I told my father, I want to go with you. He said, my son, you are still young. And when the time comes, I insisted And then he said, listen, let's see when you have a break or a week or 10 days, I'll take you. When the time comes, I went with him to Iran. It was early 70s. I was six years old. And I went with him in the car. That's a Jeep 4x4 Land Rover. I was in the back seat. My father driving, another person and beside him and another person close to me, beside me. And everyone have two falcons. So at one of the hills, they stopped and they opened the bra, the, bra, the falcon looking right to front, to left. Within a few seconds, immediately, the falcon soar, fly to find the hubara, the bastard, the bird. And I saw the maneuvering. I saw the face of my father how he look to that moving species a noble bird flying in a different very very inspiring coming up and down and following this bird there's a lot of chasing and maneuvering and I, i wasn't looking at the bird i was looking at my father he's looking and smiling and enthusiasm with that moment when they went to bring the the falcon and the bird at that position my father gave time to the the falcon to eat a third of that prey a third and then to keep the other they have sort of techniques then i went back to the car i sat and then i spoke to my father I said my dad now is my time give me a falcon he said now i will not give you you saw it But I don't want you to be a falconer like me. 
said, why that? I want to be like you, a falconer, a very professional falconer. He said, no, I'm the falconer, but you are the falcon. You are the falcon himself. I want you to focus on your future. You have a beautiful future. You have a bright future. So this is the wealth he gave it to me. He didn't give me money. He didn't give me something, but he gave me that message. You are the falcon. And that's the symbol of the United Arab Emirates, the falcon of courage. That is just, that's an incredible story. That's an amazing, amazing story, an amazing lesson uh, to take from your father. Uh, I want to come back uh, in just a moment, uh, Your Highness, Sheikh Abdelaziz, uh, and to talk further about uh, what we're going to be seeing in the next week. Uh, we, You talked about your father as being an example of somebody who uh, understood and tried to understand people and showed tolerance to people of every background. We're going to talk more uh, with Sheikh Abdelaziz next, particularly as we expect uh, the uh, the Pope, Pope Francis's visit, the historic visit here to the UAE. More to come on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse95. 95. Continuing that conversation with the Green Chef, His Highness is here, Abdelaziz and Naimi, and uh, we are talking all things, not just the environment, but also uh, instilling within people uh, great examples, great examples of humanity, great examples of uh, striving for the the better good for everybody, uh, thinking of not just for ourselves, but for future generations. And uh, Your Highness, you gave a beautiful example about uh, your dad and the way he didn't just talk, he showed you. Um, very, very powerful. And uh, you carry that gift with you today, which is amazing. Now you've got the Green Sheikh Academy. Tell us more about that. A Green Sheikh Academy is my legacy, why I'm still living and when I leave this life. And this is uh, the gift will be for young generation globally. A Green Sheikh Academy is from the roots to the fruits and transforming something from something strong to something superb. Learning through adventure means an extraordinary, extraordinary and excitement experience because we want to get natural and normal people to become extraordinary people. Through. How do you do that? How do you do that? It's an engagement. It is not a book. It's not a textbook. It's not a leadership a toolbox it is companionship it is respect each other it is love it is companion we have an uh, uh, common goals common grounds one planet one ceiling one water one god this collaborate a lot of positive energy to make our community better our environment better and our world much better so through this engagement it is a, a program that taking a young, talented people, either males or females, to a place. My classroom is the planet. My classroom is the planet. There's no classroom. So engaging with the environment, with nature, we can learn a lot. And we see the values. Those values could be flexibility, could be tolerance, could be leadership, could be integrity. There are six values I really focus on. Integrity, harmony, 
inspiration, influence, altruism, and sustainability. And those values, seeding them through engagement at the program. You know, uh, animals and the planet or the plants, they change themselves for the environment. But we as a human being, we change the environment for ourselves. And that stuff really is sad. So how we can think about make taking the young generation from age of 18 to 24 to 30, those people who need to be refined, they have something, but they need sort of guidance to go higher level. We don't need to bring somebody who are empty or somebody are full. We need somebody have something. So that's something to be going to maximize to higher level. Yeah. That's what we do. You're starting with that spark. Exactly. And you're taking it. To higher level. Yeah. And this is inspiring me as well because it's not about us. It's about them. They create their future. They create their leadership. So 60% is from their learning and their, from their observation. We us just give 20 or 25% just guidelines, mentorship, and opening a curiosity of questions for learning. And leave others, they will learn naturally. There's the, you're just starting that uh, natural uh, curiosity yes. that is within people already. True. That's why our vision is infinite possibilities for generations. Infinite possibilities for generations. Just only four words. And our mission is transforming future leaders can make great impact on their community, environment, and nation through inspiration, mentorship, and training program. That's from the Green Sheikh Academy. And so, you know, take us through um, uh, kind of more hands-on practical things that people would be doing day-to-day as part of the Green Sheikh Academy. First of all, know yourself. What's your passion? Find out how you can make a difference. There are many ways. There are thousands of books. But those books, it's not about the books. It's about your habit. How is your life is about habits. There's a good habit and there's a bad habit. So the best way is remove the bad habits. When you remove that bad habits, gradually you will going to increase your level. If you cannot remove, then focus on the good ones. Then the bad one will disappear. So it's very challenging. So it's all about habits. How I wake up in the morning, what I do, I take shower, I pray, I wash, I eat, I meet people, I work, I design, I create, I drive, I come back, I call, meeting. Within this context, what is my role? Shall I keep smiling all the way? Shall I be negative all the way? Shall I be very happy? How I can be happy? How I can transform that happiness to others? You know, the happiest people don't necessarily have the best of everything, but they have or they make the most of everything. Yeah. So it's not about, about what you have. It's about how you use it and how you transform that. Uh, if, don't be a stranger. If you are visiting this country, don't be strange. Ask. Ask locals. Locals here are so friendly. They don't bite. They smile. If they ask, if you ask them a question, I'm sure there are many opportunities. If you go to restaurants and you have no friends, if you are from uh, a country that's 
from the east or the west anyone just coming to this country and ha- looking to have uh, curiosity or to share with an Emirati just come say hello salam alaikum uh, ask him a question how I can wear kandora where I can find Gutra can you show me something they immediately will stand up and will give you the best of they have believe me they are the most welcoming people true absolutely so what I advise for expat or who living here go and talk to those people they are not shy they will collaborate but Sometimes we have a little bit of nervous talking about those or things, or we have some perception. Remove that perception. People are so friendly because this friendship comes from our leaders. They spread that happiness and that's role models. We are doing it. So true. And, uh, you know, that leads us, uh, I, I think, you know, at the top of all of that is to make sure um, that we do start out, which is something that we've been talking about throughout, but with, with the right intention as well that you know we have that intention to understand to get to know which leads us into the whole idea of the year of tolerance why do we need to try and understand those that we may not agree with doesn't matter but respect doesn't mean i accept i do respect but doesn't mean you accept might be it's an opinion it is another possibilities if i want to go from here to dubai or ajman what possibility i can go i can go by airplane i can go by car i can go walking i can take any type of routes so it's there are infinite possibilities and that is uh, where we start next week we're going to be looking at uh, the historic visit of pope francis to the uae for the first time uh, as we look to that historic visit, what kind of opportunities do you see coming from that particular visit? Not just, you know, between him and our leaders here in the UAE. That is one side that I would love to get your opinion on. But for us, you know, watching the Pope come here, what can we learn from that? I think this is very um, um, a special event. And especially the first week of February, February is the, called the Global um, symphony of religion and faith worldwide. In Arabic, they call it means the week of uh, harmony of faith and religion. I think this is an, um, I cannot say cornerstone, or this is something big that to show the people of, not tolerance, the people are connecting from different faith, especially the Abrahamic faith. Uh, the Christian, the Muslims, and the other traditions. So all this to show that's a respect and a country and live coexistence. We respect people from different religion to live with us, to work with us, to, you know, those we can share together because they have their own right. We have our rights. And this is the UAE. UAE is the country and the nation of that coexistence and tolerance. And we are so blessed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless this country, our leaders, and the people who live here, the Emiratis and non-Emiratis, all are Emiratis. The Emiratis and non-Emiratis all are Emiratis. This is the technique, what we are really raised to respect and appreciate everybody. So this visit is something special for all of us. It's not in the UAE, in the globe, that bringing peace, bring harmony, and making the world as an example of the UAE. It's just, uh, it's amazing to see and amazing to think about this 
finally, Sheikh, as uh, we end the discussion, uh, I want you uh, to have your final word as to what you would like people to take away today, what you would hope that their next actions would be. I don't want to make a challenge in them, but I want to make one simple and very special. Talk to people who you don't know. Talk to people if you are in an elevator. Just a few seconds. Smile and talk to a person who you don't, don't, you don't know. Tell them about how are you, how are you doing, I like your shirt. Wow, nice watch. What time is it? Just be curious. Curiosity, ask question. And I think this dialogue will bring happiness to other people. And people love to talk. Just open the dialogue. This is the key of making people of respect. Amazing. Amazing. Your Highness, Sheikh Abdelaziz and Naimi, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been amazing. And uh, this won't be the last that we hear from you uh, here on Life Beats on Pulse95. Uh, hopefully we will be collaborating on future projects as well. Don't forget the last surprise. Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Go ahead. Have you forgot? <laughs> I almost did. Go ahead. Just finish up and then we'll do, we'll see the surprise. We're, we're done. Okay. It's, it's all yours. The, the floor surprise is yours. tomorrow morning, nine o'clock. If anyone interested to have a coffee with me at Gourmet Box in Ajman from nine to nine thirty, you are most welcome. If I, I was you, it, it, anybody who's listening, everybody, anybody who's watching this, head down there. Go and sit with the sheikh. You have 30 minutes from 9 to 9.30. I will be glad and honored to meet you. We'll have a coffee and uh, prepare a powerful question for me. I'll be ready for you. It's fantastic. Everybody needs to take advantage of that. Uh, take advantage of, of your wisdom, uh, your gracious uh, manner as well. There is so much that we can all learn from you. Uh, your Highness, thank you so much. It's been incredible. It's my pleasure, Sally. Thank you for this beautiful and wonderful interview thank you this is pulse 95 tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m